0: Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. On today's episode, we're going to discuss umlaut, the game of playing as metal bands. Will you become the biggest band in all the land, or will you flare out in obscurity and teach guitar in a McDonald's? Uh, Only a bunch of card draws can tell, and we're excited to get into it real soon right here on System Mastery. Hey, John, how are you?
1: Hey,
0: Jeff, I'm fine. Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast you're usually on, so it's not weird that for you to be here. It's not weird at all for me to be here. It would be weird if I wasn't. That would be very true. You've never missed an episode where I have missed several because I am a you sickly and frail. famously...
1: Had a baby at one point, and And also
0: almost died. A couple of hospitalizations. What's a couple of hospitalizations between friends?
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, mostly it's guest episodes. Yes. (laughs) So I apologize for giggling. I'm just... (laughs) It's just right before we went live, uh, (laughs) Jeff decided to pull a dumb prank. (laughs) I'm sad that I'll never see the
0: outcome of it. That's That's the problem. Okay, folks, I have a lot of credits for no good reason on... Touch Tunes, the the app that controls jukeboxes and bars.
1: Yeah, because nowadays, instead of going up and putting some quarters in, everyone's like, oh, nobody has any money. Mm -hmm. So we had to do one that just, you know, used credit card. And because we can connect to Wi-Fi wherever we are, we can just pull from a giant database.
0: Yes. And uh, as it turns out, more than once for me, I know it's only been once with John around, I've managed to get a bartender to turn off the system. Yeah, by just playing the most annoying shit. I think it, the the guy that we I was a little disappointed. The guy at the time, the last guy turned it off in front of the two of us because it was just like a nice weird owl song. Yeah, it was like a polka medley or something. It was not a big deal, but he just like yelled. Nope and smacked the machine that, that, that the on off switch he had with a broom. Yeah, and put it on hard rock radio for a while. Well, I just sent that same bar uh, <laughs> as it turns out, uh, uh, even though we're about a mile and a half away from there right now. Uh, the 1970 classic by the Pipkins. Gimme dat ding. Yep.
1: The possibly racist gimme dat ding. I don't know. We aren't sure. (laughs) It's honestly one of those things where listeners, if you listen to gimme dat ding Mm -hmm. and you're like, huh, yeah, I could see that being racist. Like potentially.
0: I mean, it's definitely got a guy with sort of a Wolfman Jack voice, but like before Wolfman Jack.
1: It definitely has a very minstrel show sound
0: to it let's just say if it had no lyrics and you heard it you would think the ice cream truck was around (laughs) Uh, which kind of more means it has sort of a of a Joplin feel to it than anything else but but the the lyrics don't help and and so I it's only like a two-minute song and I I just sent it to them largely because I wanted to see if it was in the touch tunes database
1: yeah I believed it would not be because why would gimme dat ding be in the database for anything? <laughs> and yet, here we are, with me, hoisted by my very own petard. At least
0: you're not listening to gimme dat ding.
1: At least. Yeah,
0: instead... At, at least the,
1: I'm not the at fi- the tap
0: house. The fine folks at the Balboa Tap House, which I'm now realizing is not the bar I previously fucked with, nope. but that overpriced burger restaurant near here. Yep good screw them their burgers are like 26 dollars.
1: yeah we went there once we're like i'd like a burger and one cider please and they're like that will be all your money (laughs) and i was like
0: Uh, okay yeah yeah (laughs) many years from now i will have my revenge on
1: accident (laughs) for two minutes many years from now you will install the touch tunes (laughs) jukebox (laughs) in your bar and by god sir i will have my day (laughs)
0: So anyway, that's why I've been laughing is because the idea of inflicting totally capricious, random 70s gimmick pop songs on people. And there uh, you have it. And it has brought me joy. <laughs>
1: uh, excellent. So uh, we have a book to discuss. We do, of course, always mm-hmm. have a book to discuss. And
0: that book is the Dungeon Meister Cookbook. Available now on Amazon, actually still in pre-order, but available for purchase now at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, Simon & Schuster, wherever you get your fine books. It is a fun recipe book full of all kinds of excellent party recipes to get your next RPG session up. Off the ground your ass. from the Little Caesars where you've been keeping it, you slops. Make something delicious ah. and, incru- and impress your friends.
1: Quit getting that Batman calzone. It just <laughs> looks weird.
0: There is a recipe in the book for a different Batman calzone <laughs> There's a recipe that does in not the book look weird.
1: For the Superman calzone. A
0: better calzone. And they fight each other. They do, until they find out that both of them are, are uh, based on They're made by the, a chef named Martha. Uh, say chef named Martha. But then they get back into a fight when they realize that their dads have different names.
1: <laughs> ah!
0: Thomas and Jonathan, now we have to fight. Those like, names are natural enemies.
1: Natural. <laughs> Big natural enemies. It'd be
0: great if that had been the ending line of uh, of uh, Superman v. Batman. It was, save Tom. And I know he died in Man of Steel. Don't come at me or whatever. But save Thomas. And he's like, who the fuck is Thomas? My father. Huh. My father's name is is uh also thomas wait i've got them backwards yes you do i do anyway our book today is actually umlaut yes it's fine I'll,
1: I'll abandon the joke <laughs> good mm-hmm. thank you yeah you're welcome so yes umlaut a game about being a metal band every player individually is their own band that's right uh we reviewed high strung a while ago.
0: Yes, we did. Uh, a, a different game about playing as a single band, uh, where each person plays a member of the band.
1: Yes. And uh, different in you know several key ways. One, Umlaut, came out earlier. It's a 2010 game. Yeah. Uh, High Strong was 2014, so mm-hmm. this is a much earlier game. Yes. And as well, this is a GM-less game, whereas high strung definitely had a gm
0: it sure did i believe he was supposed to encourage mayhem between the players and stuff oh so. yeah
1: well i mean the both of the games here both umlaut and high strung have a similar at least stat that does things which is hope both of them have hope as a stat yeah that is a main thing that you care about and the GM in Highstrung was encouraged to be like, "Yeah, you're the person who destroys their hope. Yes. Like you're the one who is trying to grind these magic... <laughs> magicians. These magicians yeah, grind these is- magicians into magic pepper.
0: That's how you make magic pepper. That's uh, <laughs> well, sir,
1: <laughs> I'm uh, out. <laughs>
0: that's my favorite song by the Magic Butthole Surfers.
1: <laughs> magic pepper.
0: <laughs> no, I but you're supposed to uh." grind the rest of the band down beneath your heel. The 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 uh the game High Strong was inherently very selfish. Interestingly, they both used decks of cards for various mechanical effects. This one entirely uses
1: cards. Yeah, like you definitely had D20 stuff going on in High Strong.
0: Yes, but it also you had a card deck that was primarily used for like uh things that you would do between sessions that could fuck with the other players. And I remember we we came down on it pretty hard for one of the things being like without any evidence you pull a card out of the deck and it says you steal everyone else's money and equipment and sell it for drugs yeah and you're like why would i do my character's never been on drugs before
1: yeah i do like honestly just right out the gate i'm gonna say i like umlaut better than high Strung, yeah and i kind of like umlaut in
0: general me too i'm kind of on, i'm kind of on this game side I gotta be honest, it's a very... The thing is, the reason we're bringing up High Strong isn't just so that you can go... Uh, didn't, or we can cover the question of, hey, didn't you guys already do this? <laughs> Which, no, we didn't. This is a different game. Uh, there are several more Rock Band games out there that we might get to someday. Yeah? I can only think of two more, but I'm sure there's more than that.
1: Yeah, there's the uh, Rock Band Phase Rip, and yeah. of course, Rock Band Diceless.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, Rock Ellipse is one of them. That's, that's, I believe, the Fate Core rock and roll game. And I think there's a PBTA one as well that I can... I'm sure there probably is. I could probably call the name given several minutes, which we do not have. We've got a show to run, and we are tight, and we stick to a schedule.
1: (laughs) We've got a script, and we're running down. (laughs) I
0: prepared dossiers beforehand with uh, with outlines. This is like character creation cast over here. Text is in different colors, and you will respect it. Respect my colored text. (laughs) No. Uh, What was I going to say? Uh, the reason we're bringing that up is uh, primarily just to, to point out that there are, actual, despite the fact that we like this one, there are a lot of similarities.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, when you're doing a game that's based on, like, oh, we're all in a band or we all are a band. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have overlap. I mean, it's the same thing. Any time we do like a fantasy heartbreaker, like clearly there's gonna be overlap. It's just interesting that this is the first time we've had overlap in a game such as this.
0: Yes, that that's definitely true. This is uh, it, it, it's just interesting that we've covered two games about playing as rock bands and they've been very similar. Yeah, uh, it's
1: not it... a lot, but it's weird. It happened twice.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the only reason we're bringing it up. But this is. A game about playing is four or so distinct metal bands and they start right out by saying, Hey, just so you know, uh, we don't really know how long you're supposed to play this and there isn't really a, a
1: meaningful end goal. Uh basically Basic, you just, I mean, after three hours you just have you just stop. Yeah, they're like, you can set a goal for like stats, or you can just say three hours and we'll start the end game. Uh it I mean, they do say like, oh, we've played a lot of games, we've done a lot of tests, three hours seems to be about the right amount of time to dick around before you're like, eh, we're done.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that said, we can probably go ahead and get into what this is. This is a game about playing as a metal band, actually playing as several metal bands. Sorry, I didn't mean to start repeating myself there. I meant to say we can get into the mechanics and how this works.
1: Yes. So you're all going to be making your own metal band. Now you are going to be uh, specifically a metal band. In yes. this. Uh, unlike...
0: I mean, it's called umlaut, colon, game of metal. A game so, of metal. So if your hope was to make a hip-hop band or whatever, like, like you I technically could in Highstrung, although it felt weirdly pointless to to uh, make any particular type of band in that game, it just meant that you had to look for specific venues when you, did, when you went to different cities.
1: Well, yeah, all of them had, like, little things that they were better at or whatever. Yeah. And this uh, doesn't change any of your statistics, like... You know, you have your stats and your traits and so on in this game, and choosing to be like death metal over thrash metal doesn't give you anything in particular. No,
0: it just changes the naming conventions and that kind of stuff. That's all.
1: Yeah. It's just, oh, well, what type of name are you going to give your band? What name are you going to give your band members? Yeah. And so you'll want to, you know, go along with the theming of whatever you pick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like if I want to name my band Messed Up Penis, then <laughs> then that's probably, I don't know, Death Metal? Does that sound like, t- <laughs> or is that Glam? Messed Up Penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, <laughs> what, John, John, tell me about the band Messed Up Penis. This is behind the music, VH1's behind the music, where we turned now to John to explain the heyday of Messed Up Penis. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> mostly the only reason they list four kinds of metal in here is cuz the book would have been five pages if they didn't. Uh, that, that this book's got a lot of that that thing where it's like here's a bunch of the history of it's metal. It's got that ding. It's got Oh, give me that ding. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not. Just in case. Let's hedge our bets on give me that ding.
1: <laughs> hedging the ding. <laughs> oh, that's how you messed up your penis. Wait, hang you on. hedged G- that
0: ding. G- coming up next on VH1's behind the music's, hedging that ding. <laughs> Did they deserve to be bigger? No. Did the messed up penis deserve to be bigger? <laughs> it did, but
1: it got messed up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically it's just so they can explain the differences between the four kinds of metal. And the four kinds that they list in here are uh, thrash metal, glam metal, death metal, and then sort of just metal classic. Yeah, just classic metal. Classic metal. The one <laughs> that's... Metal classic. <laughs> Not like new metal. <laughs>
1: Or diet metal.
0: First of all, new metal is definitely a genre they could have represented if they wanted to. Yeah, you but just, why would you? You have to spell it stupid, but they coulda.
1: They coulda <laughs> coulda done.
0: You could put some hunger dunger dang in this game. It wouldn't change anything. <laughs> What's my
1: crystal metal?
0: <laughs> Ooh, metal black. Ooh, metal clear. Wait, metal black definitely also sounds like it should be a thing.
1: I mean, black could, metal I was is a thing. You put a
0: comma in there, and that just sounds like what Finnish people do to pass the time. Black metal. Yes, black metal. That's how they pass the time. They 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 take some metal and they black it up. No, I know this now. We're like the the head of Norway and Finland and so on, where things like black metal come from, which is just death metal but grungier, death metal but, but metalier.
1: But I don't know more about stuff. Look, yeah. folks, if you wanted us to know anything about metal, I'm sorry, <laughs> neither of us are metal heads.
0: I don't think either of us ever had a chance at being metalheads. We've always just been too soft and fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm way too much of a pillowy, soft, sad boy to ever be a metalhead. Now, that being said, I also have no taste in music, so of course I've listened to plenty of metal.
0: I was going to say, we both enjoy a lot of metal music. This isn't us uh, coming down on a genre. No.
1: (laughs) No. It's just, (laughs) I don't know anything about anything. I mean,
0: when we get to, the problem is, in terms of being music reviewers, we'd be terrible ones. For example, I don't know what the fuck core means. People keep telling me things are punk core now, and I'm like, is that different from punk or is that just more punk than a regular punk? What what does that mean?
1: Well, when something's core, that means it's central to the idea. Hmm, So if you are punk core, the idea of punk is core to your music, but perhaps not punk music itself is what you make
0: so you could for example write vaudeville so Avril like, rag- oh, okay so <laughs> can i write a ragtime track but if i if all the lyrics are about like how i miss you girl then i can make pop punk core yeah sure okay that'd be neat all right i'm gonna do that yeah <laughs> just write a bunch of joplin helter-skelter-y ding and i miss you girl and I'm, like that's punk core <laughs> people think i'm younger than i am that's my that's my uh, first entry in pop punk core music. Great. OK, good. Anyway, uh, so there are the four metal types. I found it amusing that they mention under thrash metal that that's what early Metallica is. And then they don't show up in any of the other three metal types like <laughs> late Metallica apparently just gets the boot.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: standard ass metal. It's just I would have moved it into the arena rock metal for things like, I don't know, Master of Puppets or whatever. But, you know, they, they already had enough. They listed like Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine.
1: Yeah, when they go to classic metal, they're they're basically pre Metallica metal.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know where you'd put like death magnetic or whatever. I I I'm guessing in the trash.
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. I or like
0: know. reload, you know. It, you just reload should go in the used sell- shelves. <laughs> yeah. There should be fifty copies of it in the used shelves. That's where it should yeah, be. Yeah, so you pass by and you're like, Oh, why would I I don't want to listen to the hurdy-gurdy man. What the hell, Metallica? <laughs> what the hell, man? What the hell? <laughs> So, uh, anyway, the game has a series of stats, and we might as well start talking about the rules at some point.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you have four stats for your band. Uh, you have hope, which is basically how well your band is getting along, mm-hmm. how happy you are. So, even if you aren't successful, you can still, you know, hang together, you get along. Yeah, it could be the sultans of metal, I guess, <laughs> instead of the sultans of swing. Uh, you have ego, mm-hmm. which is essentially how angry you are. Now... This is both a good and a bad thing, because, you know, obviously, if you're super angry, then you're like, "Yeah, we're so fucking metal. Yeah. But you're also going to be like, I'm so angry at the other band members here.
0: Yeah. And ego is a double-edged sword stat. The higher it goes, the more capable you are, because you've got a big ego, so you're more willing to do daring shit, but the more likely you are to tear your own band apart.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you're like, oh, we've got a huge ego, and that means, like, one of the band members is probably going to be like, fuck you guys, I'm I'm out." out.
0: Yeah. Now, the third stat is the first one not named after an MCU character, and that's and that's fan base. Oh, you don't know fan base? <laughs> oh, well, I know fan base from Marvel, but not from the MCU. I don't oh, think, okay. Yeah, I don't think he's come well, up yet. Well, you can, in the yeah.
1: the background shot of Endgame.
0: <laughs> yeah, they cast him, but most of the content was cut.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they had Dak Shepard do the voice, but they <laughs> never made it to the, the screen.
0: That might be why, if you think about it. <laughs> Uh, that's our test audience has pointed out that that was clearly Dax Shepard. <laughs> oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> He's only really uh, testing well in markets where people want to see him and Kristen Bell ex- explain why their kids don't get showers. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: So fan base is uh, basically how big your audience is, how yeah. who, who you can expect to turn up at your concerts and so on. Yeah,
1: fan base is, given that this game is... GMless and everyone's sort of doing their own band thing it also ends up being your sort of end game score yes it does uh while you know the game is like look don't try and play to win or worry about like oh am i gonna beat someone else but fan base really is at the end what's the like end scene for your band do they yeah. go on to be great do they just play local venues what's the deal there's even a, a simple enough metric
0: for it if you get if you end the game with a fan base above 10 uh, then your band is huge and you'll become legends of metal and so on. Uh, between five and seven, you become big enough to get radio play. There's a specific listed example. <laughs> but if you're one...
1: nine or ten, nothing. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, five to ten. Excuse me. No, or five. To, five to eight.
1: Yeah, there's there, there is a,
0: a ten five like... Five to nine, and, and and the listed example is Soundgarden. God damn. Okay, there we go.
1: Yeah. No, there are. They split the five to ten range up twice. Oh, okay. So you do have like an eight to ten and a five to seven, and then if you're under five, ooh, baby,
0: you. That's suck. right. You become a little garage band. You're right, absolutely right. Above ten, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, every single person in the world knows these names. Uh, between eight to uh, eight and nine or seven, whatever it was, uh, Soundgarden. You got big enough to be on the radio, but you never fill arenas.
1: Yeah, you're you're definitely touring with other bands. Still, you're not like the headliner. Yeah. And then six and seven was you've made it to the point where a few people know who
0: you are. You probably like, have a dedicated fan base. You They're, might have had a song on the radio locally. Yeah. They're listed example. They have more than one list example for all these, but I'm just listing the ones I was familiar with was Bolt Thrower uh, for the for the six to seven range and five or below only super dedicated fans know you ever existed you probably went to teach guitar lessons or you work at best buy yeah that's that's the end that doesn't mean that you lose that just means that that's the arc of your your band story is that you you end not having made it and what does that look like and so it's you know it's just a different kind of storytelling
1: oh yeah because they're also like look if you end and you're like our fan base is super low but our hope ended very high Mm -hmm. like yeah our band still plays to this day we you know hang out at each other, we have barbecues, we play at the local venues, we're never going to be huge, but we love what we do, and we love playing together. And if you're like, oh, we got a huge fan base and a ridiculously high ego, we were extremely popular and then broke up.
0: Yeah, you're going to tear yourselves apart shortly after the game is over. Because the way the game works is you do an epilogue story when you do the wrap up, and if your your band is like, yeah, we had 11 fan base, we are universally well known. We have an ego of eight. We're Oasis. That's, I mean, we're... Oops. Whatever the metal version of Oasis is. Uh I don't know. What's a, what's a metal band that tore itself asunder? I guess Metallica before they went into that dumb therapy movie. Fuck that
1: movie. <laughs> uh, And, of course, your last stat is cash, which is just representative of, you know, money, free time, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff you have to spend in order to, you know, up your fan base generally Mm -hmm. or you can use it to up your performance traits which are different from your statistics uh which will generally be used to determine how many cards you are drawing yes when you're doing a performance
0: yeah similarly to the uh the other rock game that we have covered high strong uh this game has like nine things you can do so you'd be like, oh, I want to audition for something, or I want to re- do rehearsal session. When it's your turn to control the action for a while, when you are what the game refers to as rocking out, when you are currently the narrator of the game, uh, you have nine choices to make, and a lot of them are just like, I would like to get better at things. Fine, drop your cash by two and increase any other stat by one. Yeah. That kind of thing.
1: You choose a scene, and you're just like, oh, this is what's going to happen in that. But it- <laughs> I do love that for both of them, the I would like to perform as a band is so much not what you're going to be doing yes they're very expensive like you start the game
0: with a zero in cash you cannot have anything in cash at the start of the game which means that your first couple moves are always going to be go to your fucking boring ass job
1: oh yeah i love that because you don't start with any cash you cannot rehearse to start yes as a metal band you can never rehearse at the start (laughs) no
0: (laughs) the first couple rounds for everybody is like I don't know, I I show up at Cinnabon and I work my shift, (laughs) but my hope
1: is still really high, you guys. Uh, So yes, your performance traits are going to be technique, power, and stagecraft, Uh, and like I said, those are going to determine, depending on what you're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, will be how many cards you are drawing for different aspects of the band, which... When we talk about actually playing a gig, we will get into that, but just know you have three different stats that work on that.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Um. Then there are, th- yeah, there are three more stats that bands have. The three that I just said? Yes. <laughs> Is there a chance I was Googling something? Is there a chance you definitely aren't paying attention and keep looking at your phone and shit? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My phone's behind me. I was being good. I was looking up something for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it wasn't something useful for the show. <laughs> Granted, it was just give me that ding lyrics. But <laughs> Please, I have those committed to memory. <laughs> sir. Mostly so I can defend myself if any
1: accusations arise. <laughs> uh, but no, the next thing to really talk about is, I mean, we did mention them, but the scenes, the options of things to do when it is your turn. Yes. Uh, now, most of the time when you are doing a scene, Uh, You'll just say, "Okay, I want to do this. You'll explain what happens. uh, And it's not just, oh, everyone else at the table listens to you narrate a thing like they are encouraged to be like, yeah, throw out ideas for what might happen, Mm -hmm. you know. Throw out names for possible band mem- members yeah, and I mean, things if like you're, that.
0: if you happen to be playing at the kind of, like, RP level, because the game has listed examples of RP levels between, like, I'm just third person narrating what happens, uh, or I'm getting way into it and describing each one of the band members in turn and playing the voices. If you're in that level, then other people can pick up and play side voices for you.
1: Yeah. Now, it does have uh, one mechanic for... The player to your left, in case you need someone to help resolve things, in case you're doing something that actually has a conflict, so instead of like, oh, I'm just rehearsing, or I'm going to my job, or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, if you need someone to be like, oh, there's someone else here, either... I'm getting into a fight with a band, or I'm playing a gig against someone else, because yeah. you never need... play with someone, you always play against them. Anytime you have an opposed
0: role, and the target of that opposed role is not specifically one of the other bands currently playing in the game, then the person to your left takes the position of the roadie. Yeah. Which feels like a misleading term because they're opposing you and roadies should be on your side. But it's just an easy, useful band well, term for a person that exists near bands.
1: They're the one helping you out yeah. in the scene. So yeah. kinda.
0: Hel- helping you out by by uh playing against you.
1: <laughs> uh but they don't have any particular like you know, skin in the game if no, it's not they, their they, band. Yeah, so. they're,
0: they're just the person who who uh, picks up the number of cards they have to count against you. Yeah. Because this game has an absurdly simple generic core card mechanic. You will be told how many cards to draw when you are in a conflict resolution scene. Someone else will draw a number of cards that they are told how many cards to draw. And the person with the most black cards, because it just uses a regular deck of playing cards, no jokers, wins.
1: And don't forget the joker! (laughs) Uh,
0: The other mechanic that's part of that is that the person who draws the high card uh, between the two hands of cards, gets to narrate the outcome of the scene.
1: Yeah, as long as it is an actual like conflict.
0: Yes, and even if you're like, well, I beat you, I have more black cards in hand, but you had the ace of spades. So the
1: ace of spades. I
0: did mention that, so you could do that. Yes, you're, you. you're welcome. Um, if they have the ace, rest in th- peace. <laughs> that dude should not be resting in peace. <laughs> rest in violence. Rest in, in ridiculous chaos. Uh but anyway, yeah. Let's, let's 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 do right by Lemmy's corpse. Come on, Lemmy. <laughs> Your fucking name is or
1: Rest in Violence.
0: Yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh what I was going to say is even if you beat another band in like a battle of the bands or something, like a, literally a parking lot fight or whatever, but they draw the high card, they get to describe the events that happen, which means that they can
1: twist it. So it's like, yeah, I you guys won the fight, but it makes you look like assholes. I mean, you still have to end it with, "All right, why did, you know, blank get whatever they got and why did you get whatever you got yes uh because usually losing means you get more ego because you just get angry because you lost yeah the
0: outcomes are all determined whoever wins the the, any contest gets x amount of thing that the game will tell you right away it's not like you can argue your way into more no there's no dm to argue with
1: no Uh, it's just you know the scene will
0: tell you what is at stake but you do get to describe the winner does get to describe i'm sorry the High card drawer does get to describe the scene and gets final say in the events that occurred. Yes. Provided they they, uh, abide by those uh, mechanistic giveaways that each one of the events generates. Hmm. All right. Hmm. There we go.
1: All right. Okay. (laughs)
0: The rings are apart. They're together. Okay. (laughs) So the nine scenes, do we want to talk about them?
1: Uh, or do you want
0: to go into those those three stats that you decided not to talk about right away for some reason? I, <laughs> that for I, some I, reason, I, I might have been I might not have heard why you thought they didn't need to be discussed immediately.
1: <laughs> I mean, I do want to go real quick. Just say uh, at the start, uh, all of your stats: the hope, ego, cash, fan base. Cash is zero. You have one, and everything else to start. Yes, uh, that's every band starts the same. Mm-hmm. Performance stats: you have uh, the three: the technique, stagecraft, and power. And you have to put at least one point in all of them, uh, and you have seven total points, so basically one in each and then four. Mm-hmm. but uh, you don't and they they say this, which I enjoy. They're like, not only have we seen from playing the game a lot and doing a lot of you know testing and just you know playing the game for fun mm-hmm. uh, but also I did a bunch of math number crunching on it. There is no one stat that will particularly make you win. No. Uh, It's usually best to have a fairly balanced uh, band so that you aren't like, oh, I can only win with this or I'm fully required to do whatever. Uh, Because you have style cards as well during band Things. God, we'll get into that again. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm getting ahead of myself with the band mechanics and how you
0: play. It's fine. There are three of them. They're what technique and stagecraft and what's power, the power, uh, and and uh, they show up only when you are in- engaged in one of the two types of of uh, event that you can describe that are playing up in your band. Yes. Uh, so you don't. We don't need to discuss them until we've discussed all of the other types of band or, or interactions you can participate in.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean. Uh, I do like that when you are making your band, they're like, Oh, you don't even need to name anyone if you don't want to, like you would just do that during play. But if you want to say like, Oh, this is my front man and his name is something, but you don't have to so much have a full band ready to go. Like when you make it, you're just like, Oh, you can have a concept. You can say like, all right, I'm going to play a death metal band. We wear a bunch of fucking corpse paint and we call ourselves like the Norse blood men and the four Norsemen, which is in the, yeah. the book. Yeah. Or messed up penis. <laughs> Or we not, not in the book? Do we settle my on... messed up penis is not in the book?
0: And do we do we settle on messed up penis being death metal, or do we do we still think they might be something else?
1: I think messed up penis is probably a punk band. Honestly, uh, that's,
0: you know that's fair. That's fair. They might not be worthy of discussion here. No, we'll have to wait for the punk band role playing game. Indeed, <laughs> girl, I miss you. <laughs> <D> tw- girl, <laughs> girl, you understand me. D twenty. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Girl, I miss you, OGL. <laughs> uh, I know we're describing pop punk. I need very few emails on this topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he needs so many emails. He doesn't know what punk is.
0: Actual punk band RPG would be called like we live in Olympia, Washington, T twenty.
1: Ah. So there you go. Ah.
0: Okay, so uh here we go. Where where, where are we? Um, we can
1: go talk t- about the different types of the, scenes. The
0: no. nine scenes. I, I mean, I didn't mind where we were talking. Where you don't, because it is nice to note that the game allows you to get as get start with as little of as I have named this band.
1: Oh yeah, the entry to starting play is essentially nothing because they also have a if you don't want to just you know make a name for your band, mm-hmm. you can fully randomize both what type of band you are and your band name with charts in the back.
0: Yeah, there are four charts in the back for each of the types of band name, and they look very similar to an internet chart for, like, name my death metal band, and you're like, uh, you First you roll on this column, and you have shit like unholy and morbid and mutant, and then on this one, angel and prophecy and, and uh, corpse, and that's your death metal band listing.
1: Yeah, I do like that in the four categories of metal that they have, there is an actual metal band that you can random into.
0: Yeah, they hit a metal band in each one of them. So yes. you've got you've got uh, Cannibal Corpse showing up in death metal.
1: Yeah, you got Motorhead in thrash metal, uh Judas Priest in classic metal. And then there's only a, the the uh glam metal only has
0: one for each of the two listings. You have Poison for uh for yeah. the first column. Since
1: most of the glam metal ones were just one word. Yeah, there aren't that many
0: that I mean I I guess they could have hit like Wild Stallions in there as a fun aw. fun gag. But the Dwarves is one of the listed options you can get from this.
1: Or just Dwarves. That's a punk band, though. So I don't know. I, I guess. Well, we all know you don't know what punk is. So I understand why you're bringing it up.
0: <laughs> I have no idea what punk music is. It definitely wasn't my favorite genre in high school. Well, definitely not. Actually, it wasn't because ska existed.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't try and tell me punk was your favorite in high school. <laughs>
0: Fine, I was a little goofier than just punk, but I did go to punk shows.
1: <laughs> I was definitely goofy. I'm sorry. A uh, yuck. I went.
0: I saw Rancid Live, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I, well, good for you. I, I didn't. I saw Atari Teenage Riot. That's still quite fun. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't so much punk as I was just very loud, angry, industrial. I'm all like, what are my punk bona fides?
0: What shows have I been to? Wait, that's pop punk. That's pop punk. That's ska. That's also ska. Ska again. Re- swing revival oh shit i'm a poser
1: oh wait a minute <laughs> seen, i don't like punk i've been to the aquabats five times <laughs> once and it was like five years ago <laughs>
0: uh so yeah that it's just fun that you can kind of come up and then from there you're welcome to go full metal apocalypse and name your entire band or just stop and be like this is a black metal band from norway i have no idea what their names are yeah probably i don't know lars norway
1: gunter finland Gunter finland
0: (laughs) swedish chef obviously of course huge in the metal scene (laughs) Uh, Uh, okay now as to the types of scenes you can perform the one that you're definitely doing first is the work scene yeah you uh you get some money you'll you know probably be sad about it but maybe not the mechanic for how these work uh for ones that don't have a direct conflict like work scene for example is they'll tell you how many cards to draw based on one of your stats and then uh the amount of cards drawn by your roadie to oppose you and in this case it's ego so you're drawing your ego in cards and i believe it's plus one so you draw at least two cards even though you only have one to start
1: that's the maximum that you can make
0: Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to roll more than your ego plus one uh, or draw. So you're going to draw one or two cards in your first draw of the game, hoping they are black cards.
1: Well, you are going to just draw your ego. Mm -hmm. So to start with, you're just going to draw one card. One card. Uh, and so the, is your opponent. the opponent is going the to draw roadie. however much you are trying to earn yeah so the more you try to earn mm-hmm. the more likely it is you're gonna get fucked up.
0: I mean you've already you've already got a 50 50 shot. I can't imagine it's a good idea to start with a a, a draw for like I want three monies. well like I said, you hey why ol- not right you can
1: only earn your ego plus one.
0: yeah, so you can only earn as much as two money. If you win, you earn as exactly as much money as you were trying for, and if you lose, you still earn all that money, but you get plus one ego, which to me suggests that you really ought to actually draw for two, because plus one ego is not that bad. At and the start you get of two the game, money. Yeah, you should yeah. probably
1: be going for two because yeah. you're only at one ego. That's gonna limit how much money you can get because how angry you are is how much money you can make, which is a weird thing that you're like yeah if you're real surly at the mcdonald's you're going to get way more
0: i mean i got to be honest i'm now picturing this game as just playing a band called the stockbrokers and you just take the work scene work action every turn they just come around and get yeah i work for my ego plus 1 i don't care if i get e- if i win or lose <laughs> what do
1: yeah, you do at the end then- of the i
0: finished the game out with 400 cash and an ego of 15 what what are you going to do about it
1: Oh, so you're miserable and rich. Okay. Yeah, that's
0: the stockbrokers, baby. (laughs) Not a band, actually.
1: (laughs) Not a band.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's the first one. The next one is the publicity stunt.
1: Yeah, and in the publicity stunt, you are mostly just going out and doing something stupid in order to drum up attention for your band i love that literally
0: the only example they can come up with is biting the heads off bats because that's like the one time a metal person ever actually did a publicity thing
1: well that's uh less publicity stunt and more the uh I know, showboating it's a
0: big, big showboating stage event but it is the thing they list as an example in the publicity stunt page i'm pretty sure as well
1: no oh. <laughs> well how about this then up yours how about ah fuck you instead they list posting flyers doing charity concerts Getting fans to get tattoos of your logo or just making a scene at a public event. Mm, okay. Uh, to do this one, you are going to draw your cash in cards, your current cash. Uh, well, and- however much you want to spend. Because you don't have to spend all your cash. Because yeah. whatever you draw, that's how much you are getting rid of. That's right.
0: You are actually spending it as well. And you are uh, being. The uh, thing you are drawing against is your own fan base in cards.
1: Yeah. So at the start, they'll have one. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and. <laughs> because you got to do bigger and bigger stuff to impress a larger and larger audience.
1: Exactly. Now, again, you can't lose at this and get nothing. You no matter what you do, you will get one fan base. It's just a matter of if you get one fan base and also one ego. Yeah, I think most it, of the lose conditions in this is just
0: also an ego. Yeah, I think the only one where you can like legitimately lose is the one where uh, an enemy a rival band tries to poach one of your members.
1: Yeah, I mean, even that's not even the band poaching the member as much as it is this member is going to see if they leave. Yeah, they're trying to fracture your band. Yeah, you can spend your turn's action on seeing if some other band gets (laughs) fucked.
0: Exactly. Uh, Okay, so again, you can win one fan base, or if you lose, you get one fan base, one ego. That's fairly common.
1: No, I don't remember in the thing, I don't think it ever says if you can do a scene that asks for cash without spending any cash Oh, like can i be like yeah i want to do a publicity stunt i didn't spend anything on it i just ran through dick out with a big sign on my chest that has my band name on it mm-hmm. it so didn't just,
0: cost me anything so you're just trying to, you're just trying to get one fan base and you don't care if you get one ego is exactly. the idea yeah
1: you're like, fuck it, I automatically lose, I get a fan base, but I get an ego.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately if you play the game for three full hours of that kind of stuff, you will probably kill yourself on ego, but, you know, no, in early think, game, I think it's a great idea. Oh,
1: exactly. I mean, the same way that it doesn't really matter in the work, one, if you're like, oh, you're drawing two cards, I'm drawing one, who cares, I'll go for the two cash. yeah. Because ultimately, I
0: don't believe there's a, a, a scene you can play that reduces the band's ego.
1: Uh, there is, is. there is Okay. And it's the one where someone uh makes your band member leave. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Because the yeah. whole point
1: of that is, if the band member leaves, it's because they were pissed off, so you lose ego.
0: Yeah, but it, I don't think there's a way for you to fix your own ego. No. Because if you force another band uh, band member to leave, they lose some ego. You don't. So if no one targets you with, a, with a, a, a fracturing attack on your band's stability, then your ego is a pretty static value. It's it's only going to go up. So you do want to eventually start being pretty careful. Oh, yeah. All right. Behind publicity stunt is one of the super basic ones, rehearsals.
1: Yay. Rehearsal and- doesn't require a draw or anything.
0: No, you just describe a rehearsal event happening. You spend cash that equal, equal to the amount of your current performance excuse me, current performance trait you would like to increase? Performance traits of those three traits that we put <laughs> aside for a while. that I never mentioned three times now. <laughs> I don't think anyone's talked about them yet. I wasn't going to start defining them. I was going to say which ones they were between the two sets of stats. Huh? I'm be good. Give me praise. <laughs> Give me cookie. <laughs> I want compliments and mashed potatoes, John. <laughs> Well, I only have one of those. (laughs) Okay, then I'll take the mashed potatoes. (laughs) Very well. They're in your pocket.
1: (laughs) They're fresh from my (laughs) pocket.
0: You spend cash equivalent to the current rating of one of your three performance attributes, and in exchange, you get a plus one to that performance attribute.
1: Yeah. Now, rehearsal doesn't have to mean actually even rehearsing. It could just be, hey, guys, I bought bigger speakers so that we are louder, so that way you're like... Yeah, our stagecraft goes up because I bought, you know, some pyrotechnics or whatever.
0: Yeah, it, rehearsal pretty much covers the gamut of anything that's prepping for concerts, basically. So, yeah. But you, you can come up with different things for for uh, power or for stagecraft, whatever you need to do. Uh, the next one is a member
1: scene. Yep. You can do band member scenes where you'll essentially just flesh out what a band member is doing. Yeah, you can flesh out your member. That's how a <laughs> messed, messed up
0: penis was originally formed, I believe.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> this is another spend cash in order to try and raise a stat but this one you are trying to raise your hope Mm -hmm. but if you lose all you get is an ego yeah and this is definitely one where you're like oh i never want to do this unless i'm sure i'm going to win Mm -hmm. because if you're trying to raise your hope you're Probably doing that because your ego is getting out of hand and losing would suck even more.
0: Yeah. Like there's not hope doesn't show up all that often. You, It's pretty rare that you draw hope number of cards.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, but then this one, it's you spend cash. That's how many you're going to draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, The roadies drawing number equal to your ego. Uh, So usually easier to get hope if you're not already angry. Yeah. So it's a good early game
0: play. But once you've got a little bit of hope, once you get to around five or so, you're probably like, I'm good. I don't really, unless it gets wrecked by a bad draw later, I'm pretty good with hope. I, I might not need to do this for a while.
1: But uh, yeah, it's again, just either you get hope if you win, ego if you lose. and mm-hmm. uh, both ways, you have a nice meal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe not, because probably the reason you got egos, you're like, I spent all this money to go have a nice meal, and then they kicked me out of the nice restaurant because I showed up in full fucking corpse paint. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It was a nice
0: Norwegian restaurant. Everyone's dressed like that.
1: Ah, oh, the Norwegian death metal
0: Michelin rated restaurant. I mean, do you think you could like go to Kumas or something like that in full corpse paint and they'd be like just thrilled to have you? Yes. Obviously. Duh. It'd probably give you a really good table by the window. <laughs> It'd be
1: like, oh fucking sweet dude.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty regional reference, and not even to our region. No. That's like a Indianapolis and Chicago death metal burger restaurant. It's great. It's, it's just awesome. I love it. It's the only reason I go to Gen Con. Hmm. I don't want to meet anybody or do anything. I just want to eat burgers. I just want burgers, man. Yeah. Split Scene is next, and that's the one where you can try to sort of sabotage another band by causing one of their, their problem children to fracture from the band and go start a solo career or some shit. In this case, you pick an opponent who has at least four more ego than hope, which is the only reason you're going to keep your hope high, to be, not, to be more or less immune to this.
1: Yeah. Um, and ego for the most part is only really helping in getting money at your work yes like for the most part ego basically fucks you up because a lot of the times the opposed draw is based on your ego
0: the clash scene is also a a a opposed ego draw although i believe that was what you're just saying i apologize um but yeah clash scene is both both you you choose a band that's not yours and you go like you and E. Let's fucking fight. However you want to fight. It could be a battle of the I bands. Mean, we'll get to that. We're yeah. in the
1: middle of a different scene. Yeah, we're in split <laughs> scene. Sorry.
0: Uh, you target a member of their band. They draw hope plus cash spent. So they get to they get to uh, draw as much money as they would like to like pay that band member extra to try and stay in, as well as their current hope, just to see if he's happy enough to stay
1: stick around on his own. You just draw that band's ego. And because you can't do it unless they have at least four more ego than they have hope, they have to be spending at least. For cash to break even with what you are drawing,
0: unless yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and if you win, they lose a band member, which doesn't actually affect anything. It just loses two points of their from their performance traits, which they get to pick, so they can lose like one stagecraft and one technique or whatever. Yeah, uh, and they lose two points of ego because that asshole's going with them and drops their ego.
1: Exactly. Usually, it's oh, we had a conflict in the band. This guy quit. We don't have the conflict anymore, but now we have to you know fill in his uh, like. You know, our drummer fucked off. We need to get a new drummer, Mm -hmm. but he hasn't played with us before, so our performance is suffering because of it. But the thing is, there's no like oh and now you have to go find a guy you're like no nah, you just get a guy shit you can even say that dude comes back
0: yeah it wouldn't change anything he comes back humble after going on a yoga retreat and re- and finding himself there's no re- the only thing that they yeah, really you can't- just
1: lose the two performance yeah. and two ego who gives a shit
0: I, I don't remember seeing it in this in the write up on this but i don't think you can just kill them i don't think you can like you know have them go out the way so many band members have gone out
1: I mean, it's up to the narrator who's doing it. The person I guess. who draws the
0: high card. I, I I, think you're not supposed to be able to like Freddie Mercury, other band member, other bands. I, I think that's I think that might be outside. But can the, I
1: Freddy Krueger other bands?
0: Yes. As long as he doesn't kill them. Uh, <laughs> Freddy Krueger famously non-lethal. not doesn't usually kill people, right? Famously. Is that what happened to like Shannon Hoon? Oh, no, wait. It's always it's always drugs. It's always it's always. Never mind. Uh, okay, the next, the one we were talking about a minute ago, the clash scene, where you pick another band and go like, hey you, let's fight. Uh, oh, um, by the way, if uh, if the other band wins the the split scene, the person just stays with the band.
1: Yeah, there your is. stats don't change, mm-hmm. and the person who initiated it just wastes a turn, That's, essentially. Yeah, the
0: biggest loss is a lo- loss of a turn.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting, because the the game does call out, honestly, there's very little reason to ever take this. It's mostly just there as a sort of Damocles that hangs over any band who's like, fuck Hope, we're just going, doing whatever, and I'm going to not spend cash and just try and get as much stuff as possible as easily as possible. They're like, all right, well, we can fuck you over performance-wise so that you will also always lose any time you do a battle of the bands. Yeah,
0: the whole whole thing was, in the description of it, they were like, this is what gets played against people who are, like, way out in the lead which is interesting because it's not like this game is munchkin or some shit. It doesn't matter if one band wins and another doesn't. But I guess if you want to play it competitively, this is a big, important piece.
1: Well, like I said, there's definitely things like doing the publicity stunt and then just saying, I don't spend any cash. Getting your ego, get your ego super high and be like, fuck it, I work. I always say I want one more cash than I have ego. Mm-hmm. I lose that. I get more ego. I don't care. That just means I can get more cash later. Yep. Spend that on performance And spend a whole shitload of cash doing that. You can really, if you don't care about hope or ego, up your band to a very high level of, you know, we got a good fan base. We got a whole bunch of, you know, performance and whatnot. But everyone is miserable. Yeah. And at that point, you can be like, all right, you know what? (laughs) Fuck it. My turn. I'm just going to spend it being like, hey, quit that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the last choice, that I'm sorry, did we just do Clash? No, we didn't talk about it. We just mentioned it out loud. Clash scene is just like pick a fight with another band. Uh, This one's useful because it's not actually like schedule a battle of the bands. No, it's It's, a literal fight. It's like literally getting a fight in a parking lot or release a scurrilous rumor about them to the paparazzi. Yeah, you can
1: essentially be like, oh, yeah, you both meet at the same bar. Neither of you are playing that night, but you just argue with each other. Yeah,
0: it doesn't have to
1: be a physical
0: fight. It's just... A clash, so it can, for example, be heckling them during their talking to Carson Daly on TRL.
1: You, you, you pick your choice. As famously happens when a metal band goes on TRL and another metal band shows up in the audience to be like, <laughs> "Boo, you suck!" This world, ru- this world is obviously fake because it's got death metal bands
0: doing publicity stunts anyway. Name any time you've ever heard about one of them doing that.
1: I don't know. I don't hear about any metal bands, because I don't care. Exactly. They don't get this famous.
0: So, anyway. Uh, I mean, they don't need more. Uh, but promotion scene is the last... Oh, I'm sorry. Both players Jesus draw Christ. ego. I'm sorry. I'm having a day. It's <laughs> been a I rough... Know.
1: It's fine. Just,
0: okay. just let me. I'm going to slow down.
1: Just let I'm me sure. take the reins. I'm going to center myself. instead of galloping, we're going to take a leisurely trot through this game. <laughs> mm, okay. Oh,
0: I'll allow it, but I'm going to... I'm gonna dog uh, Just... Doggy I'm gonna dong. Of,
1: I'm, just, I'm gonna mess up your penis. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't go through this full tilt, I will mess up your penis. <laughs> uh, promises, promises. <laughs> the clash scene. Both the uh player who starts the clash and uh the player who they are attempting to clash with, because mm-hmm. you get to pick. You can be like, yeah, I want to get in a fight with you. Yeah. Uh, both of you draw your ego in cards mm-hmm. and if you win then the band you are clashing with will gain an ego mm-hmm. and you will get a fan base yeah so that's essentially it which is weird that it's like yeah we got <laughs> we get into a fight and like i
0: think it's funny that it's like someone gets angrier about it. yeah that
1: you lost And then we get a fan base because we beat you up.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of any example of that ever happening ever. And it's it's hard to come up with of one band being like, "Hey, you, let's fight." Then like get a fucking fight like I don't know Motley Crue picking a fight with Warrens and beating the shit out of them in a parking lot, and this resulted in Motley Crue getting a bigger audience. I don't. I just can't think of that. See,
1: you're thinking too large. Because this is much more like the local two local metal bands that only local metal heads know about get into a fight. And if you're into the local metal scene, you're like, oh, dude, I heard that, like, Steel Richard beat up Metal Steve. (laughs) Metal Steve. (laughs) And you're like, oh, yeah, Steel Richard's the best.
0: Well, we just named our bonus (laughs) fans.
1: Hi, I'm Steel Richard. And And I'm
0: uh, I'm Metal Steve. (laughs) We're
1: here to rock out. uh, At a one, and a
0: two, and a three. Here comes the metal version of the intro to Day Tripper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was a day tripper. (laughs) Uh, Okay. God bless. (laughs) Please, continue to lead the dance that is this podcast. Now. Uh after that, of course, you can do a promotion scene, uh, which is a scene you have to do before you can do a gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what, you have to be like, all right, I need to spend a turn saying, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a gig as my next action. Yeah, it's a setup action. And you also have to pick another band to play the gig with you. You can never just be like It's just me. I'm the only one playing. They're like, no, we're not going to get you unless we have a couple bands.
0: It's not a battle of the band scenario, though. Like, the the band you pick is just also playing. They're the the ones opening for you. I mean, I don't think the game mentions opening act. I think it just says they're also, does it say opening, like, opener or just they're another band on the bill?
1: Opener. Oh, all right. Because you're the one who's doing the promotion. You're like, hey, I go to someone who, you know, runs some club like i want to play in there Mm -hmm. and essentially they go great do you have anyone else that can open for you yeah and so you pick someone else now that means you are having sort of a battle of the bands but only the two of you yeah and it also means that whoever you pick because you have to say like oh uh my next action automatically is the gig Mm -hmm. and i am going to be playing with you know Metal Steve. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) (laughs) This next one's
0: extremely technical.
1: (laughs) Uh, That gives at least one turn... For Metal Steve to Mm -hmm. get his shit together, if he's like, "Oh (laughs) crap, I'll spend it rehearsing and get some, you know, points up." Yeah, because presumably you're gonna
0: pick your weakest target and have them open for you.
1: Exactly. You're gonna be like, "All right, who's who's got performance that sucks? You, you're opening for me." The
0: other thing is, uh, uh, this is the thing that uses all the other mechanics. Once you actually go to a gig, it's the one that uses the promotion stats and so on. But if you pick on a weak band and your ego is super high, that might be a time where the people are like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna try and break up your band before the gig." Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of just because this is if choosing someone unfortunately, to be your opener I'm thinking of times I've been to concerts and thought the opener was like amazingly better than the headliner. Uh-huh. And can you think of any that where you came away from that that uh
1: concert being like fuck that opener though. Now I'm into them, damn. Uh so when I went to go see 9 inch nails and I'm not going to say that they were definitely better than 9 inch nails cuz they they weren't. Mm-hmm. But man, they had some real good openers. Yeah. Including Queens of the Stone Age was one of the opening bands and I was like You guys are pretty good live.
0: Yeah, I mean, I won
1: a concert ticket
0: once because I drove a trolley full of, like, marathon runners, and they gave me a concert ticket to a marathon concert that was Train, Nice. So I I saw Train Live once, and it was not, you know, it's Train. You get two songs by Train, you're like, ha untrimmed chest. Uh, (laughs) But the opener was Dido, who I had never heard of before. Ah.
1: And it came out the other side being like, fuck, Dido rules. And hey, we both went and saw Nickelback, and of course... (laughs) We didn't even stay for Nickelback. (laughs) Famously, we were like, hey, that hinder, though... Hinder rocked. Hinder, <laughs> Hinder brought it heavy and it brought it hard. Hinder
0: blew up everyone's <laughs> spot. It was a good time. Yeah. And then there's all the times where I've gone and just left during the opener because I was like, fuck you, Blink-182. I came to see Bad Religion.
1: <laughs> oh. Or uh, or no, fuck no, I you, that. Alanis,
0: because I, I did a Alanis concert where I left before Alanis started because Tori Amos was opening. And well. I was like, yeah, she's the OG on this one. I got to go, Tori.
1: I did that when I went to OzFest one year. Mm-hmm. And the final headliner was System of a Down, and I just did not give a fuck. (laughs) So, watched, I think that, as far as, you know, bands that I had not heard of before, and then came away going, oh, wow, was Dragon Force opened. Oh, nice. That year, and I, this was like, before anyone had ever heard of Dragon Force.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. They had yet to go through the fire and flames. They were still behind it. (laughs) Exactly. I picture every single member of Fired Forces being Metal Steve. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> next one is very technical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs>
1: uh, okay, here we go.
0: We're just nerds for speed metal. <laughs> uh. So uh, th- then that w- once you've picked your venue in your gig and who's playing with you in the gig, this is finally when you move over to the other set of mechanics in the game, uh, which involves a set of four cards called style cards.
1: I do want to mention real quick. Uh, I will allow it. There is another scene. Oh, Oh, okay. Which is the open scene. The open scene is I don't actually know what I want to do, and I'm basically going to improv until people tell me what I'm doing.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh,
1: the open scene, you can be like, oh, all right, I'm just going to set it up for what's going on with my band, mm-hmm. and then eventually you'll be like, oh, I guess I should probably, this will be a rehearsal, or I'll go to work, or yeah. whatever. Honestly, that
0: one's just got an open-ended structure where there's nothing that happens at the end of it. I think it's supposed to bleed into one of the other scenes. Like, yeah, what, you yeah. just
1: go, we're doing this until I figure out what scene I'm actually doing. Yeah,
0: I honestly had ble- uh, meld, or melded it in my mind with member scene which is just sort of an investigation of what one of the band members is currently up to because it's the same sort of just naval gazing storytelling except that at least member scene has like an outcome
1: yeah you're still drawing cards getting a win and lose you have to do something for it the open scene is literally just i don't know <laughs> don't what know. to do
0: <laughs> someone please help me someone just hit the b string real hard it needs to be like it just needs to be so nasty
1: <laughs> somebody hit the b string
0: uh-huh there comes a time
1: uh, When you swallow up a G string? <laughs> I didn't say G string. And, and up on top, two B stings. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that now. Ah, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my head's in metal right now. I was just talking about how much I I'm enjoy sorry. The- my
1: head is in this metal pot the- right now.
0: The- <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> uh, I'm not on my A game right now. <laughs> if we didn't have a schedule, I'd be like, come back later.
1: <laughs> come back later after I have given a shit. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, we can now move into what an actual band conflict looks like. Yes. Uh, there are four style cards, and the fourth one, uh, which I think is just showboating. Yep. Showboating automatically goes to whoever has the highest ego, and the other person does not get the showboating card.
1: Yeah. but You both one, get it if they're tied, though. Yeah,
0: but each one is just sort of a type of uh, performance style that you're going to use on stage. So you've got, excuse me, the other ones are Ballad, Face Melter, and Solid Performance. Yeah. Where Ballad is is, uh, big on poetry, where Face Melter is big on shred.
1: Yeah. And they have numbers associated with them. And that is a base number of cards you draw, Mm -hmm. plus the uh, performance stat that goes along with it. Yes. Uh, Now, when you're playing a gig it's three rounds mm-hmm. so you're gonna have three points where both of you choose a style you draw cards see who wins and it's
0: basically rock paper scissors except except since there's always two stats it's really more like rock paper and I don't know pock the, oh. the the even blend between the two I did not want to say raper <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. except instead of it being like oh this is if you do face melter automatically beats solid performance. No, it just
0: gives you more dark, more cards in, in a certain type of performance evaluation.
1: Yeah. So the way it works is uh, for each of the three rounds, you're going to choose whatever style you want. Uh, and showboating, if you're the person uh, who has showboating, mm-hmm. you can only use it once. As mm-hmm. soon as you've showboated once, you can't showboat again.
0: Yeah. And if you lose with showboating, hoo boy, <laughs> <laughs> penalties, <laughs> you, will be, penalties will fall down
1: upon you. Uh, so when you pick your style, uh, you'll both flip and then you will get your cards based on poetry plus your technique. Mm -hmm. So technique is the one for the initial check to see who gets attention. Uh, so if, you know, both of you play your first song. Now, of course, this isn't happening simultaneously. No. Like one of you opened for the other band. Mm -hmm. So it's mostly just... Let's see how the band's performance overall, like, did their opening song catch them? This person's opening song didn't, whatever. Yes. But whoever wins the attention round then actually gets to make an uh, impression check. So once you've got them, it's all right, now how good did you look? Yeah. So the thing about, say, a ballad is it's got a really high poetry, which makes it an excellent opener. If you're like, yeah, I want to get people's attention, they're like, okay, you've got it, but it has an extremely low thrash, which is what you're going to check on the impression, which means even though they're paying attention to you, you're not really getting much out of it. Yeah. They're not like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is a rad metal band because you're just doing a ballad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're playing, you start off with Every Rose Has Its Thorn, and then you're going to move into, I don't know, some other poison song. You name one. Fuck you. (laughs) Ha ha!
1: uh talk dirty to me thank you thank you good job so uh if you win the attention check you're the only one who does the impression check and that's just gonna see how much glory you get yeah uh you get a number of cards equal to the shred of whatever the style you did Mm -hmm. plus your power and you get a number of glory Uh, equal to the black cards that you pulled for that, Mm -hmm. uh, minus your
0: stagecraft successes, uh,
1: their opponent who draws stagecraft. Yes. So it's interesting that stagecraft is basically fucking over the other person's glory as a... Like thing. I mean, I guess
0: if you've got more pyrotechnics, people are just going to remember that over how, no matter how good that the, the uh, technical details of guitar performance metal Steve manages to crank out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how good he is at yeah. rocking that like yeah. ridiculous intricate solo. He's They're got like, nothing yeah, on what was th- it Steel Richard? <laughs> yes, but Steel Richard came out and blew up. <laughs> A pig. Yeah. Just blew
0: up a pig on stage and then ate a chunk of it. You're not gonna be like, but that other guy played a really
1: good day ripper <laughs> intro. Yeah, so stagecraft ends up being I guess I would say your defense versus the dark arts.
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, if you can get a big enough inflatable pig statue <laughs> Then no one, no matter how good of an
1: impression they make, will really do anything. No witch will capture your chillblains. Uh, Now, you're going to do this back and forth three times. You're going to do an attention check. Mm -hmm. Whoever wins the attention does an impression check. And then once you've done the three of those, whoever had the most glory will win, with the caveat that if at any point in time you manage to get five or more glory in a single round, mm-hmm. you immediately stop and win.
0: Yeah, the other band gets booed off stage, which is weird, because again, one band opens for the other. It kind of makes it sound like the bands are taking turns. Yeah, That'd it's be a nightmare for the roadies.
1: Because it's interesting if you're like, that almost makes sense if the opening band is like fucking amazing. They get five glory in one turn, and then the next band comes out, and they're like, Hi, we're Metal Steve. They're like, "Fuck you, boo!" I'm Metal
0: Steve. I'm technically slightly more famous. The best kind of more famous.
1: Boo, fuck off. <laughs> we, we like Steel Richard. Well, like I, that. At least I do a number of Steely Dan covers. That makes a little bit of sense. But to be like, oh yeah, eventually the band that's coming up is going to play a great song, which means that the opener got booed off stage because everyone was prescient enough to know that.
0: I've been to a concert that went like that. <laughs> It's not fun. It's not a nice scene to watch everyone boo the opener because they're the opener. Aw. Usually, I think I've been to two concerts where that happened, and both times the, the headliner band came out and just fucking berated the audience. Oh, of course. They were like, what the fuck is wrong with you assholes? Those people put out time. They are driving around with us. You do not be shits to them.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only... I would say the worst opener I've ever seen, and the only one that I wanted to boo was Sonic Youth, oof, who opened oof. for Pearl Jam, and okay. I was like, you guys suck.
0: <laughs> I can't I gotta be honest, I cannot name a Sonic Youth song I like.
1: They were not good, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh,
0: but yes, so you go ahead and you do that. You I mentioned earlier, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I mentioned earlier that showboating has a dark side to it, because basically each one of those four style cards has two stats on it. We talked about that. Let's just go through them real quick. Ballad has four poetry, one shred. Uh, uh yeah, four poetry, yep. one shred. Uh, face melter has one poetry, five shred. Yep. Uh, showboating has fours in both.
1: And the balanced performance is threes in both.
0: Yes. Now that makes it sound like if you get the showboating card, cause you have more ego, you're Almost, you're going to have a really significant advantage. But peep this: if you lose, <laughs> but <laughs> someone's dissing your fly girl, <laughs> <laughs> just give him one of these. <laughs> uh, no, uh, where it was I was going to say? If you lose narration rights for the turn, not even lose the draw. But like, if so, if the uh, the person you're playing against has the high card in that draw, yeah, then not only do they narrate how your uh, your ego goes terribly badly and your showboating works against you. But also you gain no glory for the round, no matter how good you do.
1: Yeah. So even if you're like, fuck, yeah, I play showboating. I, you know, I got four cards for that, which is the most you can get mm-hmm. even for doing a ballad. But I'm going to have so much shred. This is amazing. If they still manage to get the high card, then they're like, yeah, it just goes badly for you. They don't like you bite the head off a bat and everyone's like, Ew, Ew, fuck oh, you, I asshole. I like bats.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of real world examples of bands just shaming themselves on stage immediately, and all I can think of is that one MTV Music Awards where, like, uh, what's his what's his name it's from the Blurred Lines video uh, came out and like rubbed his Beetlejuice costume on on uh, Miley Cyrus's chicken rotisserie costume, yeah. and it was not a good time for anybody, and the whole world was like, "Oh no, no, oh, I don't like that at no, all. No, Thank you, pass."
1: I mean, it's <laughs> it's essentially one of those things where you're like. Oh, uh, I decide, even though I am a small town like metal band, I'm going to try and be Guar mm-hmm. and shoot a bunch of fake blood on the audience. And they're like, oh, fuck you, man. You ruined my outfit. You, you know what you're getting into when you go to Guar. That's why you go to Guar. <laughs> I don't want to go see shitty Guar try and be Guar. If I wanted to see shitty Guar, I'd go to a Gallagher performance. <laughs> if I wanted shitty Guar, I'd go see Guar. <laughs>
0: They never tour around here. I would have by now.
1: <laughs> so, yes, if uh, you don't get narration rights for showboating, it goes badly. You essentially just call that entire round a wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, and then
0: uh, after you do the three things, the person with the most glory wins. But the person who has the highest ego, if they want to, and they would only do this if they are currently losing, can call for an encore performance. Yes. If you call for an encore, you play an additional round. Uh, it plays just like all the other rounds. But if you call for an encore and lose, you gain another plus one ego.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, you'd only really call for it if you were behind in glory. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Uh, because why? It's just a chance for someone to get more glory. Because exactly. you still do <laughs> the same thing, even if though you're calling for the encore. Both of you get the encore. No, it's a rubber banding mechanic. It's this game's blue shell. Except you don't get any bonuses for calling encore. It's just, we'll give you a fourth chance if you want to.
0: Yes, and that's all it is. But it can also uh, kind of come up and bite you on the ass, because if you don't do well in that performance, you get more ego. Yeah. Because you were dumb enough to be like, let's keep fucking playing. Yeah, if you're like, the audience isn't into you, and you came out for an encore, and they're like, no. Half the audience is already beating traffic. <laughs> It's just that kind of thing.
1: Outside beating traffic. You know what I mean.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to my car and beat traffic. I do not know what you mean. Please explain further. So
1: what I need to do is mm-hmm. I need to get a Grundy first. <laughs> well, once yeah. I got a Grundy,
0: I'm going to beat traffic. You know what I'm saying? Once you, get a, once you get a hankering for a Grundy in you, you're not going to stick around and see the rest of the band. Unless there's someone wandering around in the audience offering up Grundys.
1: If I'm at a bar and someone's like, hey man, you want a Grundy for five bucks? I'm like... Obviously. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you I didn't a- even know this place had things
0: like that. Like, if you're seeing Judas Priest in a dirt pit at a Gainesville show, someone's probably standing behind every tent with a Grundy for you.
1: Two for one Grundies. Uh-huh. <laughs> you and your pal gotta go into the Grundy tent, it's go two for one. definitely
0: something to do while Metal Steve is still opening. <laughs> <laughs> Woof.
1: <sighs> Where the fuck were we? Oh, uh, okay. So, so anyway, what do you w- get for winning? There's a cleanup step, yes. Yeah. So if you end the gig and you have the most glory, mm-hmm. you get a hope. Yeah. You get two fan base. Yeah. And you then get cash equal to half of your fan base. This includes after the plus two.
0: Yes. And I believe it rounds up as well. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. The loser still gets stuff because they still technically played a performance and it's a paid gig. They get one ego because they're mad they didn't win. They get one
1: fan base and they get one cash. Now, if you tie, if both of you end the entire round with the exact same glory, mm-hmm. you'll each get one fan base, one cash, and uh, <laughs> if you uh, get a
0: bunch of glory, that's only if no glory scores and you tie. If yeah. you if you uh, instead tie with glory scores, it's two fan base, one hope, one ego, one cash for both bands.
1: What? Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. I did something right. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to you. I was I was looking at the picture here where some guy's guitar really looks like his messed up penis. Look at the picture on this page as a guy with a messed up penis. That, gar-
0: that guitar can barely blast at all. It can only gently weep. <laughs> What's up? ouch how we how we doing
1: ouch <laughs> my messed up penis ouch
0: while my mad mess, sleep messed up penis gently weeps
1: Ah! Uh, and yes after you are done glory is gone mm-hmm. you, you only worry about glory in the gig you are doing yes that's correct now once you've been playing for three hours or however long you set the game mm-hmm. uh you will do a final battle of the bands yes uh first versus second.
0: I think you, you count this based on terms of fan base.
1: Yeah, so but most fan base versus second most, uh, third versus fourth, and so on. If you have an odd number, then whoever the lowest fan base band is... Mm-hmm plays a dummy version of the other band of the next, of the next band. highest band.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you basically give a, create a fake band with the same scores as the person in second, to last place and battle them. And your roadie axes them and draws cards for them.
1: Yeah. And you just go like, all right, well, you know, the number four band and I'm number five. So I guess just write down whatever your stats are for the roadie who can go ahead and pull for him. Mm-hmm. Pull for me, roadie. <laughs>
0: Rody, I need a Grundy.
1: <laughs> Rody, I need to beat traffic.
0: It's in my traffic. It's in my rider. <laughs> my Rody has to beat traffic. <laughs> Only green Grundies in this. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I don't even know. That's getting
1: more and more complicated.
0: Anyway, where were we?
1: Uh, I think nobody ever does a green Grundy. <laughs> I think we're done. So yeah, you once you are done, you'll take all of your rewards and so on from that, and then you'll go into the epilogue of it, figuring out what. Happens to the various bands depending on their various scores. Yes. So if you have a fan base of eleven or more, great, you're huge. You actually fill arenas. You're on late night talk shows. Mm-hmm. You're on, you know, covers of magazines. You're and on shit. the cover of Crang
0: magazine or whatever it was. <laughs> Is it <Brother>. Sk- <laughs> I can't
1: remember
0: if it's Crang or Scrang, but that was the name of a metal magazine. <laughs> oh Krang monthly uh. it's every one of them's got a centerfold of Krang in the big suit
1: right
0: <laughs> crang monthly are
1: your foot soldiers too lazy how to set up the perfect technodrome wet bar <laughs> now if you got a 9 or 10 in your fan base you make it pretty big uh this is the sound garden ministry things mm-hmm. like that where you're like yeah you probably heard of them they were on MTV and everything but they don't quite have the big name
0: superstar yeah i think it's supposed to be that they don't fill arenas because i'm like what the fuck are you talking about soundgarden i've been to a soundgarden show and i couldn't move it was crowded as fuck and it was a big venue (laughs) uh
1: if you do six to eight then you know you're mostly just like "Eh, maybe you managed to get a record out Mm -hmm. and maybe you got played on the air but you're not doing great and again five or below you just don't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and and uh, they have examples for those other ones too. I mean, if you're five and below, why it's just made up bands. Well, yeah, and it's, then the oh, other you've one you've never like, heard
1: of them, so who cares? Yeah,
0: like a good real world example for the just above losing would probably be like The Darkness. Like you know them, you know they had a song, it was on MTV and shit, but they didn't have another album that you know about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do because they fucking rule, and all their other songs are really good too.
1: But so here's the thing: I feel like that would be like a nine. Because you darkness, got to the point where fair. you were famous, your big song got used for things. People know who you are. I guess that's fair.
0: I mean, I, I feel like there should be an entry for one-hit wonders. Because, like, when you list, Soundgarden is the is the uh, given example for a regular nine, and you're like. Yeah, but I can name like three Soundgarden songs, not just Black Hole Sun.
1: (laughs) I mean, I figure if you get an eight or a nine, you can probably in that range be like, "Eh, I guess I'll narrate
0: however I want, depending how big the one hit wonder was. I guess that's probably fine.
1: Uh, And then, of course, as we mentioned before, depending on your hope and ego, uh, you'll see how bright the future is, because you just take uh, your hope, subtract ego from it, and If it's real low, then uh, you break up regardless of how big you are. Things didn't go great. But if you've got enough hope and you get higher than your ego in hope, then at that point, like, great, cool, fucking, you're actually doing fine. Either you have the staying power and... You know, you've got what it takes. You've got the touch. (laughs) You've got the touch. You're you're a big band that stays together, Mm -hmm. like Brian Setzer Orchestra. (laughs) Just like Stan Bush. (laughs) Just like (laughs) Mike and the Mechanics. (laughs) Just
0: like Metal Steve. Who is a band, and not just one guy. Yeah. They're all named Steve. No
1: one in the band is named Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Both true. They're all named Steve, and none of them are Steve. Simultaneously true. (laughs) I fucked your wife, and (laughs) I am your wife. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, yeah, you look at your stats, and then you get to narrate what happened to your band at the end. And that's the game. And that's the game. You can technically declare a winner if you're like, hey, I had the most fan base and the most hope hope. Yeah. at the same time, then great, you win, I guess. I was playing
0: a different game. I made the stockbrokers. We ended the richest and we never did any performances.
1: <laughs> I never played a single <laughs> show in my life and I never wanted to. Well, you kind of get forced to it. other people keep picking you because all you have is cash. <laughs> <You> show, hey, <laughs> we're the openers. And you just show up and you're like, Hey, everyone. Hi. Uh, I don't know why I'm here. (laughs) We've told you several times,
0: we're a stockbroking firm, not a band. However, if any of you do need some help with your taxes. Who would like to diversify their portfolios?
1: (laughs) How many among you are in multiple different 401ks? (laughs) Also,
0: Jeremy does Grundy's (laughs) in class today.
1: That is what I was thinking. (laughs) God damn it. All right, let's
0: get to favorites and least favorites. Sure. Why not? What was your favorite thing about Umlaut, the game of metal?
1: Uh, I really liked a lot about this game. I think the best thing for me is the GMless fashion about it, because when you're doing something like this, and we had mentioned this in the High Strong episode, not to, you know, keep bringing that up, but. That's a fair com- point of comparison. The. The fact that the idea of being a band is, man, you might tear yourself apart, and mm-hmm. it's way meaner and high-strung than it is here. Yeah, but th- it does still have that whole like, man, at the end of this game, you might just be like, yeah, we all say fuck you and go our separate ways. But it's being GMless means it feels less like someone's being an asshole to you.
0: Yes, even if the, the other only person-
1: action anyone can take to you is to lower your ego.
0: Yes. I mean, technically, they can also clash with you. And if remember that the way it works is there's a winner, but there's also a narrator in every opposed scene. Yeah. Uh, They may be the same person, but there's a really good chance they aren't. Uh, So, you know, ultimately, you can do things that are a little vicious to the other band, but unlike... Uh, High strong is a good point of comparison. It's not lol random bullshit because all it is, is you just choose who narrates the scene. There's still an impetus and a drive to kind of narrate the scene so that it makes sense to what was happening and not instead be like, you stole all of the band's drums and sold them for
1: crack. Yeah. And because you don't have a GM, I feel like you don't have this. Like I have to point at someone and be like, sorry, buddy, I'm going to make you get fucked over. Like, the GMless way that this goes about things is good. There are definitely games that I'm like, you probably don't need a GM for this, but mm-hmm. you do just because that's what you think uh, an RPG should have. I like that they did without it because they were like, no, we know what this game is, and we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite thing?
0: I already said it while you were saying your favorite thing. I like that it's got the narrative uh, the narrator structure going to high card holder so that you never quite know who was going to describe the thing that happened. So you can have weird, bittersweet victories and heartfelt losses and so on that, that uh, give an interesting color to the way that the, the scenes are described.
1: Yeah. So when I lose, I can be like, all right, we put out a great performance and mm-hmm. you know, We were doing good, but someone threw a bottle on stage, and it hit our drummer, and we had to leave early. Yeah. And it was a real shame. But then you guys got on stage, and you farted a plum. An entire (laughs) plum.
0: But for some reason, plum farting is not a medical emergency significant enough to stop playing, so your crappy set still won, okay? Okay! (laughs) I don't think it encourages being that much of a dick, like... (laughs) Presumably, the person who is rocking out at the moment will still have to be like, "No, I don't want that to be the way I didn't like." My band didn't fart any plums.
1: uh, I'm pretty sure you (laughs) farted plums. Look, who has
0: the ace? I do. This is your fault for modeling your band after Blues Traveler, the most famous farting of plums band there is. Look, you decided to make your band
1: the Plum Farters.
0: Yeah, but that's because we plumbed the depths of farts. That's a different thing.
1: Yeah, well, now it's you're going to the depths of plums. <laughs> there's
0: there's bee in there. <laughs> it's a reference to steamboats.
1: <laughs> uh, that's why I, the leader of the band, Mark Twain... <laughs> Get it? Because <laughs> of steamboats.
0: Steamboats. Ugh. Why didn't you call yourselves the Steamboats?
1: Fuck you. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs>
0: It's already taken. <laughs> now I've got so much more ego.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. So, uh, what's your least favorite
1: thing? Uh, least favorite thing is I do kind of wish there was a little more incentive to either interact with other bands in a less mean way. Mm-hmm. Like you can clash, you can have a gig together. Or you can spend your turn trying to fuck them over. Sure. And the spending the turn to fuck them over doesn't have any interaction on your part. You're just like...
0: You just force an uh, an event to happen on on their side uh, of the table.
1: Honestly, it's essentially like saying, I'm going to give up my turn to force you to have a turn that sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have been right there with you. I think this game could have had more interactive moves. Like, I was mentioning the whole TRL, Carson uh, daily machine, but basically things where you go on media and you leak shit or you spread false rumors about yeah, another like band. Yeah, like a plum. <laughs> you go on TRL
1: and you leak shit. Like Marilyn <laughs> Manson, I assume. <laughs> You go on TRL and everyone can see a stream of brown coming out your (laughs) pant leg and they're like, are you okay? And you're like, I'm fine, Carson.
0: (laughs) And you're like, Marilyn Brown is not a very death metal color. (laughs) Are you sure you're not a steampunk band? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Whatever. Fuck it. Which one poops on stage more? Well, uh, yeah, so so yep. I, I, I'm right there with you. I think that this game could have used more interactive elements between the bands to keep things interesting. Granted, that is always going to be a difficulty in these types of games because there's not that many interactions
1: that big bands have with each other. No, and I did like the gig uh, scene in and of itself. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're like, even if you pick the worst band, you're still like, no matter what, I'm giving you fan base and money. Yeah. like. Even if I absolutely fucking blow you out of the water, I get you know five or more glory, and boo, you get booed off stage. Mm-hmm. You still get a money and a fan base. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still not a
0: bad thing to get picked. There's always balancing mechanisms, which I, I appreciate in a game like this. Because otherwise, you know, it's it, when you're playing Bunchkin, you can kind of tell when you're like, oh, I lost. And, and I'm uh,
1: level two. Everyone else is level eight. Uh, I'm
0: I, I'm just here as a spoiler. I'm just gonna fuck things over. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rogue and and uh, I'm literally <laughs> just an agent of chaos now. The fucking thing you can do with rogue where you like steal treasure from someone, but it costs you a level. And you're like, it can't cost you a level if you're level one. I'm never gonna try and win.
1: Oh yeah, no, you're just like, oh, if I fail to steal, then I lose a level. But why wouldn't I try when I, I'm not going to win anyway?
0: Yeah, so I haven't played Munchkin in forever because it sucks. So if that's not the way the rule works, I don't care.
1: Well, no, I said how the rule worked.
0: I know, and I so. think, and uh, I still don't care if someone wants to tell you.
1: Eh. Just, if someone wants to tell me, they can come fucking fight me. <laughs> I know about my board games, don't you dare.
0: <laughs> I don't know. My version of uh, Munchkin was like the really, really fucking early version where the rules were slightly different and they had to change it later. <laughs> There were, like, two or three things they had to change. The big one being they removed a line that said you only get in trouble for cheating if you get caught. Yes. Which made the game fucking unplayable. Because everyone was trying to, like, hold cards in their sleeves and hat bands and shit. It was the most... Or play two cards right on top of each other, like, really carefully. And then separate them later and be like, it's on the table, so I played it. Uh, Fucking garbage game.
1: Yeah, I never played with anyone who did that because no one I play with is the worst
0: it could be i was only playing with absolute assholes i mean i was playing so yeah so at at least one at least one (laughs) there is at least a percentage yeah all right well anyway my least favorite thing is the same as yours i feel like there could have been a lot more band interaction would you play this game
1: uh yeah i mean given that it has a three hour time limit Mm -hmm. i mean it you can change that but it's generally supposed to be a three hour time limit you know, going in, well, you're going like, to get
0: stuck on that haunt, that lost island for like four seasons at least. So you know, sorry, right, go ahead. Where were you? Ah,
1: uh, good, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. A three-hour tour. Hey, don't actually make the reference. A three. <laughs> I wanted it to be a bleak. Damn it, tour. <laughs> my tiny ship was tossed. As was my salad. My tiny salad was tossed. <laughs> Nothing. There's nothing tiny
0: about your salad, sir.
1: Yeah, you're right. I got the big salad. I
0: mean, I don't know. You're a big dude, so you got a big butt. That doesn't mean you got a big butthole. It could be a little tiny thing. <laughs> Huge butthole. <laughs> Bigger than the butt itself. We have talked for too long. You can tell.
1: <laughs> you can tell that at
0: this point. You'd play this.
1: <laughs> I would play this. Okay,
0: me too, because this is a fairly good con game, I think.
1: Yeah. This is a great example This is a of- great way to con someone out of their money. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I'm just, this is a great game to play one shots of with people that you'd only see like once a year at cool conventions. This is a good, fun party game that doesn't feel like it's going to get too bogged down.
1: Oh, yeah. The fact that, like I said, you know how long it's going to take. You can definitely set aside the time for it. Makes it great for a convention because you go, oh, I've got X amount of time before I needed to do anything. I know how long we can play this game for. Mm hmm.
0: All right, so uh, there you go. We would both play this. This was a this was a gem. I recommend you go check it out. It's called Umlaut Game of Metal. Otherwise, I want to thank you all so much for listening. It is time now for the discussion about our Patreon.
1: That's right. If mm-hmm. you, you, listener, were to go to patreon.com slash system mastery, why, what day would it be? <laughs> it would be Christmas Day for
0: us. Yes, Christmas Day for us, because every time anyone pa- uh, patronizes our service, it's An like angel an- gets
1: their waves. <laughs>
0: And we get a $1 Christmas present at the 99-cent store.
1: (laughs) I go down to the 99-cent store, and I pick myself up
0: the nicest can of ham juice. And then they remind me that I need to pay them an extra $0.07 because of
1: sales tax, and I'm like, fucking California. (laughs) Uh, Now, if you go over to patreon.com slash systemmaster you can join us at the low, low $1 level. We are going to make some metal bands are we
0: is that is that the plan okay good glad to hear it
1: we are going to make some metal bands we are going to talk to each other about our metal bands probably tell you who is in our metal bands is is is, Is metal (laughs) Metal steve
0: Steve gonna show up what about steel richard who knows what about messed up penis (laughs) there's been a lot of fun we had today but folks radon is actually a very serious chemical And it could be in your house right now. Get a detector. (laughs) Protect your loved ones. Get an inspector. Get an inspector detector. (laughs) You don't want inspectors creeping around your property looking for radon. Get an inspector detector today and put a stop to that shit. No more big oversized magnifying glasses in your house. Hell yeah.
1: (laughs) Nobody wants that dumb Sherlock hat. (laughs) The
0: $1 level will make bonus content for the episode we just reviewed. There are other levels as well. $2 unlocks all the Star Wars content. $5 gets you both... Our monthly afterthought show, and also the cool TV mastery, where we're currently watching our, our cartoons based on R-rated movies.
1: It's a hoot
0: and it's been, a it's been really fun. I'm glad we did it. Uh, so, so please stop by patreon.com/slash/system mastery and support us. It's the way we keep doing this show. That's right. Otherwise, I want to thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a big throw the Shut horns up. metal <laughs> time i don't know a big messed up penis i not the right <laughs> i hope you all have a big messed up penis in your life <laughs>
1: that's how you want to end an episode